0: This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made For This podcast. It is for freedom that Christ sets you free, and as you experience that freedom, not to go back into the bondage of sin, not to go back into the bondage and the slavery of the flesh and the desires of the flesh, but to be set free from all of that and to live as people that are full of God.
1: Thanks to AG1 for supporting Made For This. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, and K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com madeforthis. That's drinkag1.com madeforthis.
0: We are... Wrapping up the book of Galatians, it's been great to be on this journey with you the last nine weeks. I love just opening the Word of God and just hearing what it has to say, and I do think this message has been so timely. Today, I'm going to read out of chapter 6, and this is verse 1. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted— Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. I love that Paul often closes his letters with just the most practical advice. It's like a really good sermon. Like, hey, I know we've talked about a lot of big theology, but let me just boil it down for you. Take care of your business, people. Y'all, don't be out there just causing trouble everywhere. And if somebody is causing trouble, grab them by the collar and sit them down and in gentleness and love with the Holy Spirit's fruit. Bring them back into repentance, right? He's just saying, this is how you're going to walk in a manner worthy of Christ. You're going to do it together. You're going to bear each other's burdens. And you're not going to think too much of yourself. I, I picture Paul imagining the Galatians and all these outsiders that have come in and said, you have to do this to follow God. You have to be circumcised. You have to do this. You have to add to the gospel to be saved. He's just so angry. He's so angry. He closes the letter later. I'm laughing at his little personality. I get his personality. He's a little passionate. He closes the letter later. He says. See with what large letters I'm writing to you with my own hand he is he's yelling at them it's like all caps with emojis like i'm furious and i want you to hear this i don't want you to miss this and what he doesn't want them to miss is that the gospel sets people free it is good news it's not supposed to put us in bondage it's supposed to release us from bondage it's supposed to set us free and yet there were people coming in and making it more complicated and acting like they knew it all and Paul is just so frustrated because he's like listen none of us are that big a deal none of us are that big a deal none of us are that important it is Christ alone that is worthy of praise that is worthy of worship that is worthy of following that is worthy of being known he says in another passage where where we've talked about this before so and so's baptizing this group and so and so's baptizing this group and everybody's taking pride in who baptized them and he's like are y'all crazy like that we follow Christ. Every single person that is out preaching the Word of God is just servants of God and calling you to be the same. And this is how, is the best way to view life. Because when you view life this way, we talked about last week, the rivalries and the jealousies and the fighting and the division. When we truly view ourselves as just all servants of Christ, running after Him, doing the best we can, helping each other along the way, calling out each other in love, bearing each other's burdens, when we live that way, when we follow God in that way, it screams of a different worldview, a different system that we are part of. And I love that God sets us apart with himself, not with a set of laws and rituals any longer, but with the fruit of the Spirit. We are to be so different and to to have such a different aroma in a room in a workplace on a college campus In a neighborhood, we're supposed to feel different, look different, smell different, be different. And the way that we do that is to exhibit what is just inside of us, which is God. It's the fruit of a life following God. I love that He uses fruit because it's not something we can muster up. We can't build pears, right? We can't build apples. God does that. He does that through us as we abide in Him, John talks about. So He's just gonna be real practical and He's just gonna say, listen, this is what it looks like. And I love this quote. It comes from an author named David Guzek. and it says this. Pride doesn't necessarily say, I'm better than you are. Pride simply says, I'm more important than you are. So I deserve more of my own attention and love than you do. But biblical humility says, I am no more important than you are. And I want to care about your burdens, and I want to care about your needs, and I want to help you. And I think about the beautiful conversation that is coming with Pastor Wendera, and he's in Uganda. And he was in the slums of Uganda and truly was rescued out. I mean, he was given an education through compassion and grows up with an education and every opportunity in the world. And yet he goes back to the same slum and pastors the church where he became a Christian. And he chooses to be there. Why? Is it easy for him? No, he's surrounded by suffering and poverty every single day. He is doing life in the middle of one of the darkest and poorest parts of the world, and he doesn't have to, but he goes there because he loves the people there, because God loves the people there. And so he lays down his comfort and his life to go there and be a part of their story. Here's the thing. If we had that attitude right here where we are, and I know we're not in the middle of Kampala, Uganda with poverty everywhere, but there is need everywhere we live. And The reason I do this, I just want to be so clear. I don't do this for fun. I do this because I believe. I do this podcast. I come to you in your car, in your living room, on your college campus, wherever you are, because I believe in you, because God believes in you, because you are in touch with people that I'll never reach, and you love people that maybe no one else will ever love. And you get to be neighbors and coworkers and friends with people that need God, that need hope, that need the gospel, and to love them, to be set apart, to to be such a winsome presence in their life that they want your God. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And the reason I wanted to teach this book was because I think sometimes we are so fearful of making sure we're doing it right and making sure everybody else is doing it right that we miss the whole point. Of what we're supposed to do with this great news that we've been given. It's not stack on behaviors and obedience and morality. It is to abide, to be so near and close to God that the fruit of God shows up in our life and we're an ambassador for Him on this earth. And how was He on this earth? He loved everybody. He welcomed everybody. He welcomed children and tax collectors and sinners. He welcomed them all, and he loved them. And he didn't try to fix them right away. He fed them. He healed them. He cared for their needs. And then he shared the hope of the gospel with them, the hope of himself with them. Follow me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one gets to the Father but through me. And, and he gives them the ultimate hope, which is eternal life, and that we are supposed to be like Jesus. We're supposed to love like Jesus. We're supposed to be doing greater works than even Jesus did. And some of you are. And I hear the stories, and it's amazing. And then some of you feel the bondage of this world, and you feel stuck, and you've lost perspective. And I get that too, because that's been me on lots of days that I forget what we're doing and what the purpose is, and it feels complicated and confusing. And I know, but... I am here fighting with large letters. Can you see the large letters that I've written with? Can you hear my passion? Can you feel the burning I feel in my belly for you that you would be free? It is for freedom Christ set you free. We read last week. It is for freedom that Christ set you free. And as you experience that freedom, not to go back into the bondage of sin, not to go back into the bondage and the slavery of the flesh and the desires of the flesh, but to be set free from all that and to live as people that are full of God, full of hope and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness, self-control. Those words are so convicting. Are they true of you? Are they true of you? Is it the way that you live? And if they aren't, you don't have to feel shame. You just trust Jesus and you abide with him more.
1: how busy life can feel sometimes with work and my kids and friends, just like all the things that can make life feel really full. Oftentimes my health can kind of take a back seat. And if you have been listening for a long time, you know that I have been drinking AG1 since last September and it has been a year. And when I started to drink AG1 daily, I noticed that I could focus longer throughout the day. My energy was more sustained instead of like totally crashing at 2 p.m. And overall, my digestion improved dramatically to where if I don't drink it, I notice it. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. The great thing about AG1 is that it allowed me to completely replace my multivitamin And with every scoop, there are prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support, magnesium, B vitamins for energy, vitamin C, zinc, like it is the entire package. Even my friends have started drinking AG1, and they always tell me how much more energy they feel, that their stress levels feel a little more manageable. And really, it's just putting the nutrients that your body needs in every single morning. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d 3 k 2 And five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash made for this. That's drinkag1.com slash made for this. Check it out.
0: When I notice myself being edgy and irritable and bothered and cranky and comparing and all of those things, when I notice that is the state of my heart, I just have to remember, okay. That is not the fruit of the Spirit. Probably haven't been with him in a little while. And I go back, and I go back. I did this last night in my bed. I had not spent time with Jesus in a few days just out of travel and craziness that had been happening. And I just stopped what I was doing, and I didn't turn on the television, and I just pulled out my Bible and a book, and I I prayed, and I was with God for a few minutes, 20, 30 minutes, and and I reset, and I came back to my place, to my person in Jesus, and I felt peace. Again, and so you can do that right where you are today. You can turn this off and you can close your eyes wherever you are, and you can talk to him and you can say, "I want to be with you. I want a relationship with you." Ultimately guys, this is this is the point that he's a relational God and he's invited us into a relationship with himself. As we walk with him, as we relate to him, as we know him better and better, our lives change. Our lives look more like his. And I worry sometimes that godliness has become morality. And I think Paul worried about that, too, that it's a list of rules. And I think about my baby sister when she was in middle school, and, and she made some mistakes and made some bad choices. And all of a sudden, for years, she was cut out of the Christian group, that the Christian group was not the one that welcomed her back. She never made those choices again. She made them one time, and then she was done. But, but she, she didn't have friends anymore in the church and in, and that were Christian because they had cut her out. And I just, I want to be people of grace. And I know some of us are like, hey, that was in middle school, but but guys, some of you are acting still like middle schoolers. And and you're so afraid of sinners that you don't know any, or you're so afraid of of them rubbing off on you or your kids that that you don't welcome them into your life. And I just we're supposed to be salt and light in the darkness. We're supposed to go to the darkness where where salt and light is needed the most. And so, yeah, we, we have to do that with wisdom. We have to do that with the Spirit's help. We have to do that with the help of our community. I can't go as lone rangers into that, but that is the call, that we would, we would love people that have never experienced the love of Christ. It's how the world is changed. I just worry sometimes we just make it so complicated that to follow God feels so complicated for people, and they don't know where to begin, and it's not complicated. And as we live it out in our own simple ways and where it has become complicated for you, where you feel like a million thoughts and feelings and mistakes are running through your mind and it feels hard to pray, you feel distant, I just pray that this would, all of that would just move away. The enemy is loud and the enemy loves to complicate things, but God is simple and clear. And the way to him is a relationship. That's what he wants. He wants a relationship with you. And so if you've never trusted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it is so simple. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God, and I want a relationship with you. I believe that you paid for my sins. I believe that that because of, of what you did on the cross, that I can be right forever. And I believe that means that, that now I'm a child of yours, and, and I want a relationship with you. I want to follow you. And I believe that you raised from the dead, and, and because you raised from the dead, I will raise from the dead one day. It's that simple. You pray that and you begin walking with him and talking with him and you begin a relationship with him. And some of you that prayed that many 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 years ago have has forgo- you've forgotten how simple it is. You've added to what it means to follow God a million things and and I would just say remember his burden is easy and his load is light. That is who he is. He wants to carry your life, your burdens with you. He does not want it to be cumbersome to follow him. He wants it to be easy because He is with you. Now, I'm not saying life will be easy. Dang it. That is not promised. In fact, the opposite is promised. In this life, we will have trouble. But the hope is that God is in it with us and that what we experience on a given Tuesday is bearable, not because we are functioning in our own strength, but because God issues us His strength. It's true. It's possible. I felt it in my own life. I've seen it in my sister's life. I've seen it in so many people's life that I love. He proves enough. He proves enough. So wherever you are, whatever you are doing, whatever you are in the middle of, whatever struggle or suffering you are facing, I pray that for two things for you. I pray, one, that you would confide in God. And two, that you would ask for help because we aren't supposed to carry all of this alone. One way the burden gets lighter is we have the people of God with us and we aren't alone in it. God, I thank you for every person listening. I thank you that your spirit is with them, embodying them and with them. And for those that know Jesus, it is in them. And I just thank you that you are able to to change us, to somehow cause people that that are jealous and angry and, and hurting and full of strife, God, to be people that are joyful and peaceful and patient and kind and gentle. And I just thank you that you Cause that to happen through a relationship, not through a list of standards that we can never meet, but through your spirit that you issue us in relationship as a counselor and as a friend and as a help in trouble. So thank you for those promises and thank you that that we get to walk with you no matter what, no matter what our morning was like, no matter what we did last night, God, we get to come back to you and, and to be with you again. And I just thank you that that is real, and you are safe, and you love us. And I pray that many, many people, God, would trust you for the first time, or if they've trusted you before, God would trust you again today, and that they would come back to a simple faith of just being with you and trusting you to change them, because you do. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: you know that Jenny has a YouTube and we post videos up all the time. And so go to youtube.com and search Jenny Allen. We'll make sure to post it in the show notes as well. Share it with your friends, pass it along to someone today. And we're so glad you guys were here. Thanks for listening to another episode of the made for this podcast.